Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And welcome. Today, we are going to talk about saying no to the monkey BS. And I have with me Kathleen, Catherine, Sarah, and Whitney. And many times in our life, this could mean saying no to something that is happening to us in a job. It could be a relationship. It could be internally. What is the monkey BS that you are dealing with that you just kind of want to stop and you've got to step up and take the choice and say no? So Kathleen, would you like to go first on that? Sure, I'd be happy to. I was just thinking as you were talking, Claudette, that I'm in the middle of editing my book. And I was doing this class called uh, Be Seen Accelerator. It's an amazing course. And it's to get yourself on TV and, and to just start marketing yourself better. And in that, I started to get this fear. The monkey mind started to go is like, oh, you don't belong here. These people are, are so much better than you. They're so much further along. You've got TV stars and, you know, radio hosts, and there's all kinds of amazing people in this group. And the monkey mind, the chatter that was going on in my head is like, you don't belong here. Get out, run right now. Like there's such old beliefs that were still there of like, Mm. just, just run. And so it really took me, and I think this is the key for what I have to offer today, or at least at this moment, is that it really took me to speak authentically in front of, you know, these 30 people who are kick-ass people of like, listen, the monkey mind is chattering right now. It's like, I don't belong here. And I'm feeling like it froze me from actually taking action on the steps that I needed to take in -hmm. order to continue to move forward so I could actually pitch CNN and some of the other national media outlets. And it really took me to, to express that out loud. And once I expressed it, I'm like, wait, they're no different than I am. They're just further along in their journey than I am. You know, they're just a a few steps ahead of me. And that's great because they started before I did. So I think the key is really to just like retrain your brain to say, okay, that may be true. They may be ahead of you. They may be on a, a different level than you, but that doesn't mean they're any better than you. And you certainly do belong because they can be your mentors. And remember mm-hmm. how we've talked about surround yourself with five yes. people that you aspire to be like and that yes. you really want to be so it can, yes. continues to elevate you. And that's how I feel when I'm with the four of you. And even in this group, I'm like, okay, then I do belong here. And they're just going to be my mentors. And then I get to be someone else's mentor. So it's really... And that's how you deal with the monkey BS, right? Is you... I feel like one thing that really unites us all is that monkey BS or like BS belief, bullshit. We can say bullshit, right? Bullshit belief 
like that we're not going to be loved or we're not going to be liked. Right. And we're not going to be enough. So it's like, I feel like you probably <clears throat> in your work, Kathleen, I'd imagine, I mean, all of our work, we see it at some level, you know, you're helping people and you're a healer. And I struggle with this belief. I remember hearing not too long ago, one of our earlier podcasts, like having a seat at the table with you ladies, I struggled with that for a hot minute, you know, mm-hmm. that, that monkey BS started to chirp in my ear, you know, you don't belong at the table with these amazing women. And so we all still get it, even though we have so many accomplishments to be proud of and experiences to be proud of and to share. It creeps up. But I think it, that's one thing that really like is common for most people. So we're all like, we got to be compassionate with ourselves and with each other around that because we're all just kind of dealing with that at some level. Yeah, I just want to answer that, Catherine, is like the, it's Chris Winfield and Jen Gottlieb from the Species Accelerator. They're always saying, obviously, comparing yourself to anyone else is not going to get you very far. It's really about where are you on your journey and what are you willing to do? And Jen and Chris are constantly talking about, you don't have to be 100% in. You don't have to believe in yourself 100%. You just have to believe in yourself 1% more than you don't. So you have to believe in yourself 51% of the time and just taking that step a little bit, just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And I I loved that analogy of just, you just have to believe in yourself 1% more than you don't. It's it's pretty awesome. Mm. I love love that. that. I love that. So it's kind of taking the choice to you. What you did, Kathleen, is you made the choice to go, okay, I, this is how I'm feeling. It's disempowering me. I'm just going to call it out and I'm going to call it out in front of my group of peers. And did it lose its power when you did that? Exactly. So the truth, yeah, what is the truth, Claudia? You know, it's like, and I asked myself, it's like, is this real or is it not? And yes. if you close your eyes, so I'm not sure. I don't have the process of the truth like you do, Claudia. But for me, I close my eyes and just say, is this monkey bullshit true or is it not? And the answer is always no, it is not true. I mean, you can close your eyes and it's instant. Yeah. It's an instant yes or no. And it's always no, it's not. And so you go with it. Well, it's almost like you have to get to know it, right? You have to like, I don't know, make friends with it or in the monkey bullshit analogy. I love because I picture a cute little monkey. So a little easier to like it but really get to know it because if you start to you know you build awareness we're always going to have it right Claudette we're always going to have this monkey bullshit to play with and get to know right and it's like you probably start to see patterns right of the stories we talk about and like the beliefs around it there's patterns Yeah. So, yeah, you have it until you get the truth that reprograms that belief. So you do. But when you can actually instead of run from it or stuff it down and face it, it tends to lose its power. You know, the thing that was seeming so oppressive or it's bullshit that wasn't supporting your power, which you were magnificent. You are made in creation. 
So, yeah. So when you call it out, just that simple thing makes it lose its power. It's almost, and Kathleen, you don't have to have the truth method to get the truth. The truth is rising within everybody. The truth method is a fast, quick way to do it. But when you're saying, what is the, is this true? Well, ask and you shall receive, you'll get that answer, you know? So the truth rises within everybody. So it's really kind of cool. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on that? I do. I actually learned this lesson in a different way. Okay. You know, I've moved around a lot. And so one of the things when you're moving is learning to meet new people. And then in learning to meet new people, you're constantly trying to make a judgment about whether or not you're in alignment with that person, whether you think that you'll be friends, maybe you're going to do business together. Like how is this person fitting in for me? And I found that I had this really bad habit, and that's what I'm going to call it. It was a really bad habit of assuming I knew what other people were thinking constantly. And sometimes in conversation, I catch myself saying, well, you probably felt this way or you're feeling this way. And I was almost telling people what they were thinking or how they were feeling from this habit that I had formed of identifying with people, right? And this, this way that I was trying to attract people and attract friends. And a couple years ago, I don't even know if it was a couple years ago. It was definitely a year ago, at least I realized I am wrong, wrong. 95% of the time when I assume that I know what someone's thinking, I assume (laughs) that I know how someone feels 95% huge guys. That means I'm only right 5%. So I have really taken a large assessment on my monkey bullshit, which is me assuming I know how other people are feeling and how other people are thinking. And sometimes that would translate into very self-destructive behavior because I would be assuming they didn't like me, assuming or thinking something poor about me, right? Or like you were saying, Kathleen, that why were you there? You know, you didn't really measure up. And so I was making these assumptions, which became this really bad, self-depreciating habit of staying in my head 95% of the time. Because remember, I was only right 5% of the time. And I was crushing myself on a daily basis with my monkey bullshit. So now I really have practiced more on listening. And Mm -hmm. then I ask, well, what do you mean by that? Well, can you tell me more? Or I'm curious, how does that feel for you? I've added these to my language, and I think that, A, it's how I figured out I was 95% of the time wrong, right, is by asking these questions. If Mm -hmm. I wasn't asking the question, I was always still making the assumption. So when I started asking the question, I was like, oh, well, that's not what I thought they were going to say. Yeah, wow. It's really not what I thought they were going to say. They feel completely different. And that validated Mm -hmm. that... I was feeding myself monkey bullshit a lot and that I had to stop because it was self-depreciating. It was, it was crushing my spirit and I, and that was all me. Right. So I now just adjust and then, and try to ask more questions when I'm face to face with someone, like, how do you really feel about that or about me or, or what does that mean for you? And I'm getting a much more positive response 
and a much more enjoyable experience with people. And I'm getting to know people deeper. I'm not making an assumption about them. I'm actually hearing them and I'm, I'm connecting with what they're truly feeling. So yes, I do the, is this right? Or is this not, you know, and I kind of try to come down into out of my head and into my heart. And I use that saying to myself, are you just caught up in your head in a story because I had all these stories stored up there or in your heart. Is that really what's happening? And again, 95% of the time I'm stuck in my head, but when I come back into my heart, I'm able to come up with the truth of what is really going on. Or do I just need to investigate further and stay yeah. curious, right? Like I, I try to stay more curious than anything now so that I can be open to receiving what the truth is. So I'm curious, a different take, but definitely my, my version of it. (laughs) I'm curious, Sarah, did you, the 95% of the time when you were wrong, I'm just curious, like, was it really your own self-esteem? Because I've found for me, when I've made these assumptions that someone doesn't like me or, you know, like I'm not good enough to be there, it's really my own self-esteem or my own insecurities. That's a good question. A lot of it was, but not always. Yeah. Let me give an example. Like if, if we were talking and you were telling me that you were running in the rain to get to the grocery store, I might be like, oh, that must have been miserable for you. You might have been like, no, the rain felt great. And I enjoyed the whole time of it. You know, so it wasn't always necessarily about me, but I was letting the monkey bullshit rule my behaviors and try to control other people's behaviors, quite frankly. You know, the interesting thing about the assumptions is that it's not just that we have them. And I actually wrote about this in in the book that Claudette and I are in, The One Habit for Success. My unhabit was actually about getting rid of your assumptions about things for just (laughs) the reason that you said, Sarah. And The real problem with it is when we then start to act as if whatever we've assumed is the truth, and then we start acting on that, right? And responding to people as if whatever they're thinking, feeling, particularly when it's focused at us and in reality, not focused at us because we're wrong in our assumption. And then we are then taking actions as if what we've assumed that they think about us is the truth. And I would say that that's something that I, for me, got over a a long time ago. And I think it was out of self-preservation that I started having that realization because it was making me feel a particular way about myself thinking what other people were thinking. And the realization that I came to is that people rarely think about us as much as we think they think about us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) When I, when I got to that place, Mm -hmm. it helped. And then the other thing is a saying that I say, and it, I say it to myself, it's like, fuck them if they can't take a joke. And it basically is, I am me, I'm who I am. And if other people can't deal with it right or wrong, right? So I don't need to make assumptions about how people think or feel about me because it it really doesn't matter in the end. If I am being the best person I can be, I have to let that stand 
for itself. And I can't be spinning my wheels worrying about the rest of that. So I just wanted to touch on that because it was that resonated with me, something that I've worked through. And it was flipping the script, like you said, and just realizing that's an assumption. And then if it was focused at me, it didn't have anything to do with me, probably. But where I struggle, and this is still sort of a struggle for me, much, much better is about feeling like, I guess it's the feeling I'm not enough, feeling I'm not adequate. And it's not in relation to other people. It's just in relation to being seen, I guess, as the person I want to be seen when it comes to my knowledge, what I know, what I'm sharing. So it's not about me personally, but it's about, I guess it's about my intellect or my knowledge and my ability to help. And so I have chased training as like, you know, training after training and degrees. And I, you know, I like have, I don't know, four of them or something like that. And, but I'm like constantly in classes and, and, and learning things. And learning is great, right? We're all about growth and personal development. But Mm -hmm. what I noticed was happening was I was using that as an excuse not to do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's where it really was a problem for me. Not that I didn't need to learn things because there are lots of things I still want to learn. But if it was keeping me from taking the next step in my business, and, and this was said earlier, the point is that we have to just keep taking another step, right? Not to let whatever is swirling in our heads uh, keep us from doing what it is we want to do. So what I go back to is the vision of what it is I'm trying to accomplish and keeping that front of mind and saying, all you have to do is take another step. Maybe that includes training. Maybe it doesn't. At this point in my life, it probably doesn't. I can do anything. I have the skills. I have the ability. I can hire people. You know, there are all kinds of things that we can do that are not stopping in our tracks. And so when I just focus on my vision and say, all you have to do is take one more step that moves you in that direction, then I can, you know, those voices in my head, the monkey voices or the Whitney voice, whatever that is, the inner critic, I can silence that because it doesn't have anything in reality to do with what I'm trying to do. And it gets easier. And I think Claudette, you know, with the truth method and some other things that I've done, getting clarity about what it is I'm trying to do and stepping into what it is I know, you know, is when you know what you know, what you know, it's like, you don't need anything else. Just do it and stop using it as an excuse not to do something. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful. the The growth, And really the happiness is in the doing and the progress, you know, I 
I agree. I think education is an important part, you know, if that's your thing. But the doing there, I mean, my, like the school of life, right, is the biggest teacher and grower, if you allow it to be. I like that. So, you know, for me, it's, it's catching it first. Because we all have this habit of, you know, some have a fear of conflict. You know, if I mention this, this person is doing this. And if I mention it, and and so we won't mention anything. And then it just builds and builds and builds until it escalates or a situation gets worse. I remember when I first started running my business, I would not mention something, you know, and that didn't work well. And then it would escalate and I would lose money and that didn't work well. And over the years, as I began to seek truth for my life and for everything, I began to realize, wow, you know, things do lose their power when we face them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's an illusion of a threat, but if you actually face it, it usually isn't as scary as what you thought it would be. And it's catching the monkey bullshit, right? Like, so catch it, look at it, say, is this supportive of me? And if it's not, then is it true? Is this really real? Is this really true? What do I believe that allows this? And starting to just ask those questions. And, in you know, what I found is, I used to be very socially awkward and for all I know, I still could be, who knows, but yeah, I used to be. And I finally just started going, man, I'm feeling so awkward right now. And as I started saying that in the presence of the people that I felt awkward with, I'm, I'm an introvert. It just started losing its power for me and it's not an issue anymore. You know, I wouldn't know what to say. And I had all these beliefs and assumptions, you know, Sarah brought up assumptions that people wouldn't like me. And it's so ridiculous. You know, the assumptions are just the monkey bullshit just being thrown at you, you know, and our brain will try to insert gaps into missing information and it just messes everything up. And so asking the right questions, you know, you made a point. And so it's very powerful. Just catch it and go, okay, what is this really? Is it real? Is it true? What does this look like? So Could I really be afraid of this? Yeah. Yeah. Shatter the, I even say I shatter this illusion right now. You can say I shatter this illusion and then just picture it shattering in pieces of glass and falling and going, what is this really? You know, and the way I, the I feel it coming out of you, what do you have to say? What I was going to say is like, you're giving it a voice and instead of ignoring the feeling and just trying to shove it down and pretend Mm -hmm. that it doesn't exist and just act like it's all, all okay. You're trying to, you become curious about the feeling. You become curious about what am I thinking? Is that really true? You know, could it not be true? What's the root cause of why I'd be feeling that? What makes me think that? You know, like, and it brings you back to the insecurities. And, and I brought that up with, with Sarah, because I, you all know, I've taken a lot of courses with Jack Canfield. And one day I was like, I don't think Jack likes me. And (laughs) to a friend of mine, they're like, that's crazy. Why would you say that? I'm like, no, because he doesn't talk to me. He doesn't look at me. And like, I've got all this like fear on the inside, on the inside of me. And 
They're like, no, no, no. The story. And it was my own story around it. Yeah. It was my own story. And, you know, make a long story short, it absolutely was not true. And for him to remember our first meeting two years earlier, I know it's not true, but in my head, because of my own securities, like insecurities, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I belonged in the same room or same table as he did. And so it really had me be curious inside, like, okay, what is that coming from? What's that root cause? Mm -hmm. Say that again. This is full circle, Kathleen, and he made an amazing contribution to your world recently. Right. He did. Like he wrote the forward to my book Shattered Together. So I'm so, I'm so grateful for that. Huge. I mean, full circle, right? From your story, that was really a disempowering story. And this is what we're talking about with monkey BS is there's a story we tell ourselves. There's these disempowering beliefs and then full circle from a disempowering story to writing the forward Jack Canfield, the one and only writing the forward in Kathleen's book. I mean, what a beautiful gift. I love it. Here's a way to think about it too, Kathleen. You, by creating the story, which I've done a million times in my own head too, you probably treated him differently. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking like how many relationships have we, or me, ruined because I made up stories in my head about how they were feeling and I was not right about it. And so I engaged differently. I reacted differently. I treated them based on my thoughts, not the truth. And you idolized them. Your frequency, yeah, your frequency changed. And I was just going to say that. Okay. It was, yeah. I was like, I work in energy. That's what I do. And I know that as your energy projects out, that's what you bring attract or you don't attract, you know? Yes. And I had him on this pedestal, like I didn't belong in the same room. And so therefore I shrunk in his presence and it had nothing to do with Jack because he's the kindest, most thoughtful caring, really authentic transformational leader I've come across. And I haven't worked with Tony, so I don't know him, but he truly is the most authentic transformational leader that I personally know. And for me, you're absolutely right, Sarah. It's my own story and I projected that out into the room. So it's so important to really do your own work. It's about your work and the stories that you create. So what we've learned today is we've learned assumptions support the monkey bullshit. Stop assuming and ask really good questions. And, you know, if you don't know what to ask, go, you know, I really want to know more about that. Can you clarify? That's all. Just keep it really simple. A lot of people go, I don't know what to ask. And we also feeling not enough, you know, feeling, I think we've all felt that in the monkey bullshit kind of feeds into that not enough thing. When the reality is we were all made in creation and we are enough. It's just the belief of not enough that plagues us. And so it's also the 1% more. You know, you can even look at the monkey bullshit and go, am I just 1% more certain than I need to be? Like, than than the bullshit. Am I just 1% more? So it's saying no. So we have the authority to step up 
and with behavior or thought go, no more, this is not supporting me. No more. I'm going to step now into a different way of thinking or being or have the conversation with somebody. And you know what? If you don't know what to say right away, ask, what should I say? And sit on it. Pause. It will come to you. Ask and you shall receive. So it's been a wonderful time today. And next week, we're going to talk about life hacks. That's going to be a fun one, don't you think, guys? Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Me too. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. We ask that you join our Facebook group. And thank you. And we love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.